Hey friends, I am so happy you're here. I'm Annie, your host, and welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast, where I'm right here next to you navigating this crazy, beautiful journey called life. And if I've learned one thing over the years of pivoting my life from military officer to entrepreneur and business owner to content creator and world traveler, it's that we all go through ups and downs. Maybe you're going through some shit right now, or maybe you're living your best life. Either way, I found this journey through life to be one of tremendous discovery about myself and what I want out of it, but also how the world works and how that affects me. I also know that getting uncomfy and following the heart tugs has always led me in the right direction. So I want you to know that you're not alone on this roller coaster of life. I'm figuring it out and bringing you along with me. So hang on. We're going to dig deep and dive in. Let's get uncomfy. What is up, you guys? Okay, hi, I'm back, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys on a new season of the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. Um, if you guys have been following or listening along for a little bit, you probably realize that I did take a little break, and <laughs> I'm so glad that I did. Um, I am excited for today's episode because I'm looking forward to kickstarting um, this new like era, this new season I guess of the podcast but also of myself and I think in the time that I took away from the podcast I was able to recharge and really just find myself again (laughs) um I think it's been almost a year now real almost a year maybe like eight months since being consistent with this podcast yeah maybe about a year and I couldn't be more excited and more ready to be back with you guys. So welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here and let's get uncomfy together in a different way this time. If you guys listen to the intro for this season or um, the new intro even that I just recorded, I kind of rebranded the entire podcast. Um, you might realize that there's kind of a new purpose around what I'm wanting this podcast to focus on. And this episode I think is a really good Kickstarter to all of that. As I am going to be traveling for the next few months and have been traveling now for a little bit, I decided that I really want to incorporate my travels into the podcast. And the way I'm going to be doing that is um, by relating things that happen as I travel, pause, <laughs> things that I've realized um, or something that I've realized about traveling and why I love it so much is that it allows me to think in a different way. It allows me to think in new ways because I'm around new people, new experiences, new culture, new languages. A lot of time I'm seeing new things almost every day and being in new situations just opens up our minds in such amazing ways. And so whenever I travel, I find myself feeling just creative and insightful and contemplative and so I'm going to use that to connect the lessons and the things I'm thinking about while traveling with things I've been through in life and things I've learned and gone through and maybe not even have opened up about on this podcast yet but that is why I'm ready to get in comfy with you guys and I hope you are ready to do the same with me. I hope this um, inspires and motivates you to get uncomfy in your own life. I think when I get out of my comfort zone is honestly the times in life I have grown the most, I've learned the most, and I am proud of who I've become after those experiences. So I want to bring you guys along on that and 
Um, let's jump in. You guys can probably tell by the topic of this episode. Um, it's called losing the ego and leaving the things that aren't for you. I don't know if that's actually what I physically titled this episode, but that is as I record this, what I have in my heart and what I have in my mind. So, um, one thing new I'm going to be doing about the podcast is I'm going to be starting each episode with a quote that kind of, you know, ties in what I'm going to be talking about. And so this quote that I found, it's actually by an unknown person. (laughs) Um, This quote really resonated with me and I really enjoyed. So I wanted to share with you guys before we start off. And here's the quote. It says, don't be afraid to walk away from things, places, and people that leave your soul heavy. And I think that's beautiful because I so believe that (laughs) this life is short. We are only here for a certain amount of time. So if something leaves your soul heavy, your heart heavy, um, it's okay to walk away. It's okay to leave. And I know it's hard. And I'm going to kind of share an experience um, recently that I had to walk away from and also connect it from one of the bigger experiences in my life that taught me that lesson and really ingrained it into me. Um, So, the first city, and really what kick-started all of my travels, um, the first city was Mykonos. And I am actually not physically in Mykonos right now. I'm in Italy. Um, but this is really what started this trip. So I'm going to start from the beginning, okay? Um, the lead-up to like why I was even going to Mykonos. And, and just so you guys know, this is not completely random. This is I have gotten this question so many times on Instagram of why I decided to leave Mykonos. And so I'm giving you guys all the deets now. I'm going to go into it and share why I think it was important for me to leave, why I ended up leaving. And and like I said before, I'm going to relate it to another event in my life that really taught me and made this, like leaving something that wasn't for me, made that so doable because I had done it before in my life in a way bigger um, situation. And so when this Mykonos stuff was happening, I really, I just knew my heart tugs, my my instinct told me like, I can walk away from this. Like I will, I'll be okay. Um, if it doesn't feel right, it's probably because it's not right. And so to start at the very beginning, I, let's see now I'm recording this and it is August and you guys are listening and it's September. I probably six months ago, I, six months ago, got a message from someone I had met actually the year previous. So the summer of 2021, I met while I was solo traveling in Mykonos. Um, So to go a little bit further back, summer of 2021, I took a spontaneous solo trip to Mykonos. Actually, I think I did do an episode on that um, way, maybe like last summer or whatever. Um, And I went to Mykonos very spontaneously. I booked a trip and um, my flight was leaving in four days and I decided that I needed to go by myself and I bought a one-way ticket and went and it literally was an experience that changed my life. It was so good for me. Um, but that is not what we're talking about today. Um, I was there by myself, which meant that I was meeting so many people and I met somebody there who owned a business and it was a party boat business, a, a boat excursion event business, if you will. And I met this guy, I met a lot of his team and I went on the boat. I had an amazing experience. It was so much fun. And in that time in my life, like the vibe of Mykonos was, was very much what was (laughs) aligned with my life. Okay. 
to put it short. Um, so anyway, fast forward from that first trip to Mykonos, six months, and I get a message. I kind of kept in contact with this man, sent him a lot of recommendations over the past few months of people who had reached out to me being like, I'm going to Mykonos. Do you have any recommendations? I would just send them his way and be like, go talk with Fabio. He's amazing. Um, and a bunch of those people booked through him. And so anyway, anyway, leading to the point being that he reached out to me asking if there was any way that either A, I knew of anybody or B, I would want to myself come work for him for the summer and promote his um, boat experience, boat excursion experience. And at first I heard of this and this was um, maybe May, April time frame. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll ask around, you know, for me, probably not. At the time, um, my boyfriend, Florian, he actually just got word that he had to move to New York for his job. And so my plan was to be with him and go there for like a month or so to help him, you know, ease into life into New York and his job and whatever. And so I was like, you know, probably not me. I wasn't planning on doing any honestly any traveling this summer which is so crazy now looking that I'm sitting here in Italy recording this um and so I was like you know probably not me but I will ask around so fast forward I I asked around had some people that reached out to him whatever and I was on the phone with my mom one day and she was like um excuse me like tell me why this isn't something you're doing (laughs) this sounds totally up your alley and it's so funny because the second she said that it just clicked within me because I think that deep down I had thought that I was like wait why isn't this something I could do like why haven't I thought about this for me and I knew deep down that I was not like considering myself for the opportunity because I didn't want to leave behind my friends. I didn't want to leave behind Flo. I didn't want to, you know, be away working by myself. The summer before solo traveling had made so much sense, but this year for me, I definitely, um, was kind of past that. And just, I wanted to be with the people in my life that I loved. So, um, that's kind of what I told her, but literally an hour after I got off the phone with her, I was like, hold up. I, I think I need to do this. So, um, that is kind of the lead up. That's how I got into this. I talked to him more and, you know, he said that housing would be covered for the summer, which would mean, um, from June, I was, I was planning on going from like July 1st through September 30th. So all of July, all of August, all of September. And he was like, housing would be covered because it's very expensive in Mykonos, especially now that COVID's done and people are traveling again. The prices just go up, right? Supply and demand, easy. And so he was like, housing would be covered. He's like, don't get me wrong. It's not like in a luxury stay. He's like, I know your standards and it's not really there, um, but it's it's affordable and um, it's in the same house as everyone else that's kind of working for me. So you'll kind of be part of the team, whatever. And that's kind of what I was thinking. So um, long story short, long story long, actually, because we're not even through the story. I don't know why I said that. Um, And I was like, okay, you know what? Making some money because he he did explain to me the commission process. um, And to me, this seemed like kind of like a business training experience. Like, you guys know I'm in sales. Uh, a lot of what I do is sales, is talking to people, networking. And so I honestly thought of this as like a really good opportunity to just improve my sales skills because essentially what I would be doing is selling boat tickets, right? And it's not that I necessarily needed the money. It was more so for me the opportunity to live long-term abroad 
in a foreign country. Um, Long term is in three months. I have studied abroad before, but, you know, that seemed exciting to me at this point in my life. And so anyway, I was like, okay, let's go. I'm doing it. Um, The decision was made and the heart tug was felt and followed and I told him I'm in. Um, So fast forward a little bit more. I'm not going to get into this. I think this could actually be an entirely different podcast podcast episode in and of itself. Um, Upon getting to New York with Flo, like I said, new job, new state, in person again. He hadn't been working in person for quite some time. Um, He decided that this job and this lifestyle sort of job, not necessarily the job in and of itself, but the lifestyle of what the job entailed wasn't for him. So he decided to quit his job and that he wanted to come with me. And so this to me was another sign. I was like, wait, this is going to be amazing. We're going to have this experience together and this is just going to be great for both of us. So, you know, the expectations were really high. I want to say that expectations were high. We were excited, Um, right? It seems exciting and new and adventure. And I had not anticipated this level of adventure in my life. Um, Like I said, I hadn't even expected to travel for the rest of the year. So I was like, pumped you know I love traveling and this just was like something that had fallen into my lap and I was not saying no to it so I was really proud of myself for that so um okay finally we are en route to Mykonos and we have packed up um everything's prepared right we get into Mykonos eventually and we hear that there is still like some confusion about where we're gonna stay Um, and so this is where I'm going to get into kind of like the reasons why we decided to leave. Um, we ended up staying in Mykonos for about two and a half, three weeks instead of the three months we were supposed to. Um, and reason being a few things. So the first thing was the housing accommodation. And this has, I just want to say like, this has absolutely nothing to do with, um, the person I was working for. It has just everything to do with like my comfort level and what felt right for me and what didn't feel right for me. And ultimately, the situation didn't feel right for me at all. And it didn't feel right for us as a couple traveling together. And um, and so that was one big thing. The housing accommodation, we were essentially thrown into, um, there were two houses that were on like the opposite side of the island Um if you know anything about Mykonos, Mykonos City is kind of like central on the west side. We were on the like middle of the north side. Um, anyway, it, these two houses with about, I don't know, um, 10, 20 people each in each. Yeah, there was like maybe like 30 people total. Um, so that house, 15 people each. Anyway, the rooms were crowded there was trash everywhere. It was just like a, a situation that I didn't want to be in and gave me quite a lot of anxiety, if I'm being honest. Um, and I'm just saying this to be really real with you guys. Um, that was something that when we got there, I was telling myself like, okay, this will be okay. This is going to be fine. Um, and then upon like settling in for maybe a few hours, I had some doubts about, about that. Okay, so that was kind of the first thing. The second thing was the actual working of the, the sales. Um, 
and this is kind of something that I still feel kind of like maybe guilt or like not, I don't, I wouldn't go so far to say shame, but I definitely feel like I could have tried harder, (laughs) I guess. And maybe I feel a little shameful that I wasn't as successful as I thought I was going to be. Um, like I said before, I like to think that I'm good at sales. I'm good at talking to people. I'm good at meeting new people. I'm good at like getting out of my comfort zone, but I just like, I couldn't like, I don't know what it was walking up to people in the middle of the city and just, and trying to get them to go on a boat. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It didn't feel right to me. I don't know. There was just something that wasn't clicking. So at first when I realized that it was going to be a little bit more difficult than I thought, you know, we decided, you know what, let's try to stick this out. Let's try to make it work. Let's try to figure it out. You know, let's challenge ourselves. Um, Let's do this, you know, and that was the uh, initial reaction because was it uncomfortable? Yes. But am I used to throwing myself into uncomfortable situations? Also, yes. So I was like, you know what? I can do this. I got this. (laughs) Fast forward. I didn't got this. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so we had found different housing accommodations and it was just a way higher price point than ultimately I was willing to spend. Um, to share with you guys kind of like real details, anything that was like a, a month stay in Mykonos, which we wanted to find some place that was kind of going to be like a home base that we didn't have to be like moving around every few days. Um, anything that we wanted to stay at was no less than like $10,000 a month, which is crazy talk. I mean, especially if you're going to be in a location to potentially make money, right? To that's what we were there for. Ultimately, it was to work this sales business, sales job. And I also experienced Mykonos, you know, um, spending that much was just like, crazy to me. So at first we kind of hopped around, we found, which we probably, I probably did spend, um, on accommodation. I'm trying to like add this up real quick, probably close to $7,000 anyway in accommodations, (laughs) um, for the three weeks that we were there, maybe like 6,000. And we got to a point where it was kind of like, hold up, like, why are we doing this? Um, Oh, and the third point, which I, I didn't even say yet, was just the culture of Mykonos. And so like I had said earlier in this episode, I said that like the culture of Mykonos made sense for me in my 2021 summer. Okay. I was single. I was living carefree. Not that I'm not carefree now, but like just in a different way. Um, the lifestyle of Mykonos was definitely and is definitely very party focused, um, very like late nights, party all day, um, alcohol, drugs, live your life, whatever. And it's hard to maintain for the long haul, right? So imagine being somewhere where that's the culture for three months. Um, and me being in some place and, and flow too being in a place where mentally we wanted to like work on ourselves. Like we wanted to wake up every day in the morning and work out and feel good about ourselves and focus on our health. Um, also make some money and also, you know, explore. So those were our priorities and the priorities of Mykonos just weren't really aligned with that. And it was, it was difficult, right? Um, And so what we realized was, you know, A, the housing situation wasn't ideal. We didn't know we were going to be spending as much money as we were on housing. Um, B, the the sales job was a little bit more difficult than we expected, which not to say that was a huge turnoff. 
at all. I think it was like with all the rest of the factors, it was just difficult to like um, stay for just that. You know what I mean? And then the third thing was just the party culture, which you might be thinking like, well, Annie, you were going to promote a party book like party boat what do you think the culture was and I had been there before so I fully knew I just like I guess I didn't really remember and don't get me wrong also like I love a good party I love a good this might sound terrible to say like I love a good weekend pender <laughs> okay um when I'm in the mood for it um is currently at my state of stage of life I feel like that is not where I'm at and so that made being in Mykonos for the long haul of like three months just not something that vibed. So those are kind of like the realizations that we had, okay? And I think we realized that maybe like a day or two in, but we were determined at first to stick it out. Okay, so that's where I'm going to pause this Mykonos story for a second. Because um, I want to connect this, like I had said, I want to connect this to something else in my life that I experienced years ago that kind of relates. Um, When things go wrong or when things continue to go wrong and there continues to be things adding up that make you question, like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Why am I forcing myself to be in a situation that doesn't feel right? Or like I said at the beginning, that makes my soul feel heavy. If things keep stacking up for you to sense that and to feel that way, maybe it's because the situation that you're in is not really meant for you. Um, And so this really reminded me, and this is why I want to tie into a previous experience, is that this really reminded me of um, my past relationship. Um, I don't know if you guys are OG listeners or followers on Instagram, but um, you might know that in um, 2020, I walked away from an engagement. I was engaged and, um, about two weeks from my wedding, I walked away. I packed up my car, put my dogs in the car and drove off. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done. It was the scariest thing I've ever done because I had never done anything like that. I'd never walked away from something, um, that I thought was going to be like forever. And, trusted my gut that everything was going to be okay even in the in the chaos of the moment even in the heartbreak of the moment um I trusted deep down that like this situation isn't for me and I'm not happy and like I said with the Mikino situation like things are stacking up on this side of things and that is kind of like leading me to believe that I have to go um and so it's really hard when you get to that moment. And so in both of these stories, um, in my story about the past, about my last relationship, there were many things over the years. I was with this person for five years and um, there were many things time and time again that were telling me to walk away from this relationship, to walk away from this person, to not get engaged, to um, you know take a break, to whatever. All these things that were steering me in the direction of not being with this person There were so many of those things over the course of five years, but I constantly was like, no, it'll get better. No, I, I will be able to fix this or no, I'll be able to work through this or, you know, he'll get better. We'll get better together. Okay. Once, you know, how many times we tell ourselves this, like once I'm engaged, things will be better. Once we have a house, things will be better. Once, 
you know, his job is better. We will be happier once we're married, once we have kids. Like we tell ourselves this all the time. And, you know, this can be related to the Mykonos situation when, you know, I could have easily been like, oh, once we make this many sales, it'll be okay. Once we make this much money, it'll be okay that we're spending this much on um, accommodations, you know? However, pause, like ultimately my gut was telling me in both situations that I had to go. And that moment when you know your gut is telling you that, but you're filled with fear or like anxiety or like shame and guilt of like, gosh, this is a commitment I said I would follow through with. And here I am now doubting that it's hard and it's scary. And it's, it's not always actually, oftentimes it's exactly not an easy decision to make. It's a very difficult decision to make. And so if any of you guys know this situation that I'm kind of talking about, if you've ever been in this type of situation, um, my biggest tip is to make a plan. And this is what I did when it really started to weigh heavy on me that I needed to leave this relationship that was so toxic and, and um, bad for me. Um, I made a list. And I remember talking to my mom on the phone one day and she asked me, okay, well, if you were to leave, if you were to break up with this person, what would be the first thing you would do? And in like the heartbreak and the sadness and the fear and the anxiety of it all, I could at least think about the first step. I could at least think about, okay, clear my mind. What's the first thing I would have to do to make this situation come to reality, um, come to fruition? And I realized that the first thing I would have to do, okay, I would sit down with this person and share my thoughts. That's the very first thing. Okay. My mom was like, okay, after that, regardless of how that goes, what would be the next thing? And then I said, well, I would have to, I don't know, maybe call a friend and ask if I can stay with them. Because at the time I was sharing a house with this person. Um, And she said, okay, what would the next thing be? And we started slowly making a plan and it seems really dumb maybe, or it seems really elementary and like, yeah, Annie, of course you'd have to make a plan. But in doing this, I was able to work my mind through the steps of what I would need to do to get to the end result of walking away without blocking my vision from that end goal because of the fear that I was feeling or the fear, the heartbreak or the what if or the anxiety, the panic, all the emotions that come up when you're potentially walking away from something that, you know, meant a lot to you. Um, Okay, so in both of these situations, that is what I did. Um, In the Mykonos situation, we did exactly that. Flo and I sat down and we're like, okay, if we weren't to stay here in Mykonos, what are we going to do? what is the plan? And we started thinking about some options, um, who we could visit in Europe because we decided that ultimately we didn't want to go back home. Um, I am renting my townhouse house out currently. So going home, I mean, it's not that it wasn't an option. We have people we could stay with, you know, other options of, of where we could live for the time being, but we realized we did want to stay in Europe. And so we thought about who could we visit, visit in Europe. Um, we thought about what could we do? Are, are there ways we could, because Flo is currently um, unemployed, you know, he walked away from his job. He's like, okay, what are different opportunities we could find around Europe that could bring in an income for him, you know, or could give us that sort of um, home base feeling. And so we realized that 
the first step was just getting out of Mykonos. That was really step one for us. Okay, let's just leave. Let's book a flight somewhere. Where's the first place we want to go? And similar to my situation with my ex, I realized I needed a place and we both needed a place to have some space and time to think, to calm down. After the energy, the chaotic energy that was Mykonos, um, we needed to just have a place that was going to be, you know, affordable, calm, um, enjoyable, maybe surrounded by people that we trusted and we felt comfortable around, right? And so we we landed on Bulgaria. Um, I have old family friends that live there and we decided, you know, Bulgaria is a place that there's a lot of nature. It's beautiful. It's very cheap. Um, let's go visit. Let's go do that for a week. And then while we're there, we can sit down, we can plan, we can talk through what we want to do, look at different options, and we don't have to feel so rushed. And so similar to my situation with my ex, um, we need, we found a place and we found a first step to get to, to get us out of the current situation that we were in. Um, with my situation, with my breakup, I landed at my best friend Haley's house and I stayed with her for a few weeks to give myself the time and the space and the calmness and all the things I needed to really like think about my next steps, to think about this decision, to let myself like sit in the emotions and the feelings that I was having about all the chaos that was happening in my life. And so I think that's really important when you're walking away from something that isn't for you, especially when it is something um, emotional, it's really important to like have that silence, have that companionship. You know, is there someone you can go to that you trust, that you feel comfortable around, that you can talk to? Because that is really the first step. Um, so, okay, that, that's what we decided to do. We decided to head to Bulgaria to just pause and breathe for a week. And what ultimately comes next after walking away from something that isn't for you is, is, um, many emotions. (laughs) Um, and I I was trying to find like a, a good way to word that, but, um, that really is what comes. And for me in, in both situations, honestly, to different extents, I felt a wide range of emotions from guilt and shame, regret, um, also relief and excitement and anticipation. So I felt a mix of all those things. Um, and again, like on different levels of each emotion for each situation, but these emotions are, are important. I think because, depending on what it is that you're walking away from, maybe it's a career, maybe it's a summer job, maybe it's a person, maybe it's a toxic relationship, maybe it's an old friendship, whatever it is, you know, I think that if you find yourself struggling to make this decision, it shows you that it is important to you, right? And if it is important to you, that's why you're struggling to make this situation, right? We don't struggle to make decisions that are so clear to us, um, or that don't mean anything to us. Um, so just so you know, and just for forewarning that when those emotions come, it's okay. And for both situations, I definitely had to sit with that and have like a little self-realization moment, a little journaling moment. I mean, many, many moments for the first situation, um, a little less for the Mykonos situation, but realizing that it's okay to feel those emotions, but 
understanding and kind of pinpointing where they're coming from is also important. So instead of, you know, pushing away the negative feelings like shame and guilt and regret and embarrassment, maybe anger, fear, sadness, heartbreak, instead of pushing those away, I think it's really important to sit with those and to understand why it is you're feeling those emotions, why it is you're feeling the way you're feeling. Um, If you are feeling heartbreak, it is because a part of you was in love with that person or that career or whatever it is, you know, that you're feeling heartbroken about leaving. Um, If you're feeling shame, why is that? Where is that coming from? If you're feeling regret, why is that? Where is that coming from? Is that just coming from the fear of the unknown or or are you actually regretting the decision? You know what I'm saying? So um, having that moment of, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to really, I'm going to dig deep with myself, I think is really important because if you don't, I'm just going to say like those feelings will come back. They will come back at some point. Um, I've had a lot of people, um, in both situations, you know, call me out. And yes, it's because I put a spotlight on myself via social media and I share a lot about my life that probably a lot of people wouldn't typically share about their lives, but that means that I am going to get called out. So, um, just recently after leaving Mykonos, it was very obvious that we left Mykonos and I've, I have had so many people DM me, message me, you know, I started doing this anonymous message thing and so many people being like, oh, you can never stick to something. You always start things and you never follow through with them. This was a source of self-doubt um, without even being asked this question by someone else. It was something that has been on my heart and like on my guilty conscience, if you will, for a while. Um, but I, through journaling and self-realization and, you know, some inner work, have realized that, you know, that's not something that I feel shame about necessarily anymore. Um, it is something that actually I consider a strength of mine to be able to try new things all the time without fear of failure and to stick with it until or if it doesn't feel right. Um, And that is something that I actually consider a strength of mine because I think a lot of people stick with things and stay in things that aren't necessarily for them just in fear of what would happen if they weren't with that person or they weren't working that job or they weren't living in that city or weren't talking to their toxic family member every day, you know? And I think letting fear hold you back is more shameful and more, you know, leading to regret later in life than trying new things and looking like you just can't stick to things because you try so many new things all the time and tell people about it, right? I have no shame over walking away from the things that do not feel right for me. And that is something that I am proud of. Um, Okay, you guys know how important journaling is to me. I share all about it on social media and even here on this podcast. It's helped me cope, process, and heal from all sorts of life events, and I have been doing it for years, which is why I want to share my strategy around how I've made it so impactful in my life. 
Journaling can seem overwhelming or boring or even pointless if you don't have any intention or purpose around it. That's why I've created my 30-day guided journals to help you form a daily habit around impactful journaling. So use the code UNCOMFY to grab the bundle of both journals, which adds up to 60 days of journal guidance and prompts for only $9.99. Download them directly after purchase so you can even start today. Go to itsanniegraph.com forward slash Annie's dash shop and use the code uncomfy, U-N-C-O-M-F-Y at checkout to grab them now. Link in details. I think one thing that really keeps us from walking away from things in life is our ego. And that's been a huge thing that I've had to come to terms with over the years. And that's one thing that I really fought in, in walking away from my previous relationship is leaving the ego behind our ego tells us to fear what people are going to think about us or to fear what the future is going to look like or to fear what um how it'll be perceived it's very fear-based um and I'm no like spiritual coach or anything like that obviously but I'm just telling you guys from my experience um when you act based off ego um I don't think it's not our highest self acting. And when you walk away from the ego, when you set your ego aside, you're able to act from like your authentic you. You're able to listen to the heart tugs. You're able to listen to that intuition because our intuition is so strong, you guys. Um, Like human intuition is amazing and it's something that I think that we get away from because we are so scared of what other people are going to say or think or how it's going to look or the fear of the unknown the fear of this is something I've never experienced before and that scares me so I'm not going to do that I'm going to you know cling to what I know and cling to what I've done before but if what you've done before is stay in things or be a part of situations that leave you feeling a certain way, leave your soul feeling heavy, I think it's time to try something new. I think it's time to set the ego aside and do what your heart is telling you to do. And I know that walking away from things isn't a skill that a lot of people have in this world. Like I said, I think it's way more common to see people who wish they would have walked away or started something new or tried something new than there is regret over trying new things. <laughs> Does that make sense? Um, so anyway, guys, that is kind of the the long story long about why we decided to leave Mykonos. Um, What's next? Next is a lot of traveling, uh, which I'm really excited about. Um, That's the next chapter of the walking away also is coming up with a plan. And, And it might look different than the plan you originally created, but coming up with a plan that excites you and that lights a fire in your heart and your soul and (laughs) lifts you up um, and gets you excited about the future. So after I went through my breakup with my ex, it did take quite a bit to feel excited and optimistic about what the future held for me and to feel okay being alone. I think breakups are really hard because it is... um, It's the fear of loneliness that I think we all, a lot of us struggle with. And I had to cope with that. I had to deal with that. I had to get through that. I had to work through that. Um, And 
I'm so glad that I did. I'm so proud that I did because in doing that, I was, I'm able to be where I am today with the person that I am meant to be with. Um, and so after Mykonos, same, same sort of thing, um, figuring out a plan of what, what feels right for us right now. And ultimately the cool thing is that because we were going to have to spend, you know, X amount of money to stay in Mykonos, we realized, okay, if we're, we were going to spend that much money, why can't we spend money still? Yes, traveling is spending money. Um, and just see more places and see more things and do more things that light us up and lift us up and make us feel excited. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So um, like I said at the beginning of this, I am recording this from Italy. And you guys will hear much more of travel adventures and travel thoughts and travel everything um, to come. So I'm really excited to bring that to you guys and to kind of tie current situations in with past situations and and kind of go through it all. Um, I hope that this wasn't just a ramble. I know this is my first episode back. So hang with me, you guys. I... I'm excited to be on this uncomfy road, this uncomfy journey with you all, and I hope you're ready the same. So that is all. Remember, um, I guess, moral of the story here is that it's okay to walk away from things that don't feel right. I think in practicing that and taking action in that in your life, the more that you do it, the more you'll be okay with doing it. Um, And not in like a bad way of just walking away from things here and there, but like, really taking a look at situations and people and things in your life and thinking, okay, is this, is this adding value to my life? Is this getting me to where I want to get to in life? Is this habit, you know, productive in my life? Is it not like it just in practicing walking away and in, in what I did a few years ago with my breakup, it taught me so many lessons about life and self-realization and self-actualization to be able to look at situations and things and um, take a critical look and think like, do I want this in my life or do I not? Like we have one life. We are here for one life and it's gonna go faster than you think. I would rather follow the heart tugs, trust my instincts and do the things that I feel like might be right and try it out anyway, um, than wish I would have tried later on. So that's the moral of the story, you guys. Follow the heart hugs, <laughs> as I always say. Um, all right, guys, that is all I have for you. I hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are listening from in the world. Um, I hope you make it a priority to um, spread love and spread happiness and um, spread a good mindset. So I will chat with you next time. And I can't wait. All right. Why am I always so awkward at ending these things? (laughs) Bye, friends. That is all I've got for you today, friends. If this resonated with you or someone you know might enjoy it, go ahead and share it on social media or within your own circle. And if you want to be extra amazing, take a second to rate and review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. It would mean the world to me. Anyway, I can't wait to get uncomfy with you next time. But until then, please go out and get uncomfy without me. You got this.